0: It's game day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson
1: and Mike Santagata. We are back on it's always game day in Cincinnati. Going to continue this Joe Burrow discussion. Look, he hasn't signed on the dotted line, but when he does, we'll have more on the, the contract extension for Joe Burrow, if and when that happens. Uh, as we mentioned before, Justin Herbert, the five-year deal is what we're really seeing. Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, that's what I'm – I'm, Pro- probably could be happening with Joe Burrow. Is it going to be five? And then you count the fifth year option. Um, That the team already picked up means pretty much six years with Joe and uh, to be determined on what that looks like. They they haven't uh, said anything publicly. It's all been behind the scenes. But when it comes to the wide receiver talk, I agree with you. Does that put a little pressure on the front office when your quarterback, your franchise guy, Mike Brown, who said wonderful, amazing things about Joe Burrow this past week uh, when it comes to him being the heart of the team? And I think a lot of people would agree with that. Um, Can, you know, can they do it? Will they be able to do it? You know, what do the guarantees look like for T Higgins? I truly feel like maybe those discussions have been light with his agent because, again, we don't hear anything about the T Higgins stuff either. And then after Joe signs, those conversations pick up. Does it get done before the season starts? I don't know. Does he play on this, this one more year with the Cincinnati Bengals and then he's franchise tagged and he's back again in 2024? We'll see what happens. Yes, they have to pay Jamar Chase. um, But I think the Bengals have been telling us something for the last couple years. You look at the NFL draft this past year, they go heavy on the defensive side. I think a lot of people, when they were about to pick, oh, they should get the hometown guy who I've said on this podcast, was like, yeah, get Michael Mayer, another weapon for Joe Burrow. They are like, no, we are going on the defensive side. And in the second round, we're going on the defensive side because might eventually have to replace Cheeto, who has one year left on his contract. Then they throw a curveball, and they say, you know what? We're going to go defense again. And it was just something that I really noticed is you want to get younger on the defensive side of the ball because your core players, the people you want to pay, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. right on the wall, unfortunately, with Tyler Boyd. I just feel like and, – and I hope he, you know, lands on another team, and he's absolutely wonderful there too after this past season. But Charlie Jones feels like that replacement for him uh, going into the next season. But I, I just – I don't know, I maybe it's a lot of optimism when it comes to hearing different people talk, but Duke Tobin, I don't know. I feel like he sold me at the Combine when he's like, look, we're not trying to go and make other teams better. Go get your own. And not a lot of people have a... T Higgins are two number one wide receivers on their team. And, you know, you hear it with what the Miami Dolphins will have to deal with next year. You know, will they hear that, those conversations, how are you going to pay both guys? What's it going to look like? Um, It's going to be really difficult. Who's going to be their quarterback. Um, I I don't know. I just feel like with the Cincinnati Bengals, it's really special and unique with what they have going on and um, you can make it work. The cap is only going to grow larger and and just take a benefit of a three to four year deal. Um, Does T. Higgins want to do that? I don't know. Um, But I just, I personally feel like they can make, they can make it work. They can make it work with T. and Joe.
0: Agree. Uh, If T. Higgins keeps up, let's say a 1,250 yard per season average, you obviously tag him the one time. Do you tag him the second time?
1: It's only 20 million next year, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And then it'll be what? It'll probably push upwards of, 30 if you do it a second time.
1: I mean, um, I mean I'd
0: think about it though, if, if you can make it work with the cap space, and let's say you really can't get this deal done, just extending that window another year if you really can't get this deal done. Mm-hmm. Pref- I prefer you just pay him. I do too. But if if he says if he's that good, or even if he takes a step up without Boyd, and let's say Charlie Jones takes that role, which I know we are saying a lot. I know. It is a little optimistic, though, right? Like fourth, late fourth round receiver. Just uh, I know we all love him, mm-hmm. but just look at the history of like late fourth round receivers, and you go like, if if this guy's a good returner and an okay receiver that you're probably looking to replace, that's actually kind of a hit. <laughs> you're outside the top 100. I think top 100 guys; those are the guys you look at as like that's a future starter. And then after that, you just kind of go like, that's gravy if he's good. Uh, Like, if he's as good as, or if he, not as good at, but if he, because, well, I think he's good. But um, let's say he has an Akeem Davis Gaither type role where he's just the backup everything, but they don't don't trust him enough to be the full-time starter. Is that a hit? I think so. I think it's still a hit, especially if he's the return man, because you're drafting the late fourth round. We just have such... We're looking at the optimistic side of all this, and it's great. I, I do, I do it a lot too. But it's, just, I'm just want to not throw cold water on it, but just like a little bit of realism of this is entirely possible. It's mm-hmm. within the realm of. It's not even ridiculous to assume he is going to take the Tyler Boyd role. Like I think that is a logical step, and that's what the Bengals are hoping for. Mm-hmm. But when you look at Charlie Jones, you probably also kind of go. Okay. And if he doesn't, this can still hit. Like, if he is just a very good role player, this is still a hit. Um, that's just my quick thoughts on it because we look at that, we're like that, we say that, and Chase Brown, late fifth round pick, and we just kind of go, like, yeah, running back too. You yeah, know, maybe he could even be a starter. We <laughs> don't like,
1: know. We really don't, we
0: don't know. know. I mean, uh, ex- running back starter is also hard. Isaiah Pacheco ruined the conversation because he was a seventh round hit, and Chris Carson's a seventh round hit. Look at the history of seventh round running backs. It's a lot of guys that nobody plays. It's like it's guys that never saw the field.
1: Yeah, that whole, that, yeah, that did ruin a lot of things. Like, oh, you can pick up one late in the draft. It'll mm-hmm. work out. Um, I, when I
0: looked at the thing, it was like the hit rate for seventh round guys was like 1% or like somewhere. It was below 5%, and well, at least what I consider it a hit. And then it felt like round three was the sweet spot where you could still find a starting running back lately that can really take a workload. Um round four, round five, you can do it, but it, it's like a 20, 25% chance.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at more uh, kind of going back to the the Herbert deal and how it all impacts and affects everything. There's actually a little more detail um, that, oh. that, that came out. It says um, there are a lot of big numbers in the Justin Herbert deal. Here's one. In year one, he's going to get a hundred million dollars topping the Whoa. previous high of 80 million. Herbert also gets the 218 and guarantee so he's getting 218 million in guarantees does that well, move anything for you
0: no you're gonna get a lot of guarantees i'm surprised it's front loaded a little bit it like is that. usually usually every contract anymore is back especially quarterback you backload it because you're gonna get your money but we're gonna keep spreading this out because we're gonna keep extending you and keep giving you the money but you know like you
1: yeah like should. the, the the Watson, you know what I mean? Like, it move, sure,
0: yeah, you're moving. The I line. think, I think of Mahomes right now. It's yeah. like if he didn't get a ton of money up front, it's like all in the back end of a 10 year deal. It's I mean, ridiculous
1: $219 million guaranteed to someone who hasn't even won a playoff game yet. I know I shouldn't put nah, it, in- but
0: you've, you've got to be confident. He won right. rookie right. year, he's been good. He played through broken ribs last year. I don't want to poo poo it too much. I, I like, I think Joe Burrow is better. I know there's a there's a certain crowd that does not, but I think Joe Burrow is a better player. I just also think, like, you do have to. It's your franchise that,
1: quarterback. It's your franchise. it's your
0: franchise quarterback. You're not going to find one better in the draft if you. No,
1: you're not. At
0: least you really don't have a good shot of finding a better one in the draft if you try to trade him. But to go with that or let him go in some capacity, which is just ridiculous, they would never let him go. So you have to pay him. Um, but with Herbert, I think you do. To me, I, I look at the coaching staff more than him on why they haven't won a playoff game. I mean, Brandon Staley is supposed to be a defensive genius from the Rams, and he was awesome with the Rams that year. But he has manned one of the worst defenses over the past three years, despite getting Khalil Mack, having Joey Bosa. These guys all get injured for whatever reason, the Chargers medical staff. Not going to completely blame them; could just be bad luck. But it feels like it feels like every year since I was a child that the Chargers have some type of injury, bad injury luck.
1: I think that guy still has a job, which is absolutely wild.
0: the one that stabbed Tyron Taylor. Yeah, I saw he still had a job.
1: And, so, and I, I mentioned something. I, I um, you know, behind the scenes, I work in the medical field, and I had I said on Twitter, I was like, I can't believe this guy still has a job, and people were like, it happens all the time. I'm like, I know, I see it all the time, but at the same. time. Point. This guy works in the NFL. He can be replaced by anybody. And if I'm the Chargers players, I'm like, get get this assistant, get this trainer out of here. So yeah, that's. Specific. Would you
0: would you have your fluid drained by him? No. <laughs> or whatever. No, I
1: would be like, can I just go to the um? I don't know. Some. some I'm
0: missing this week, Coach. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna wait for this to heal naturally.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but there. So here's the thing. When you know Deshaun signed his contract, there was the whole talk of everybody's gonna get guaranteed, fully guaranteed. His contract was five years, 262 yeah, for Justin Herbert. did not happen. It didn't happen.
0: Lamar Jackson, it didn't happen. He won an MVP. Yeah. It didn't happen for Jalen Hurts, who just went to a Super Bowl. I would be surprised if Joe Burrow is the one that keeps this going. I think the NFL owners are kind of all together in saying, we're not doing that. Um, to go with that, I, I mean, the quarterbacks, if they're going to get 200-plus guaranteed, it could be an ego thing. It could be something like that. But in my mind, I kind of go like, they, they'll they probably give up the last 50 million. So it's not fully guaranteed.
1: So there is. And then there's a difference between some quarterbacks. Some are like, I want to be the highest paid. I want to get the, I want to take the bag home. And then other people are like, look, I want to get a nice chunk of change, get paid my worth, but I also want to keep my supporting cast around me. So I'm not going to take all your money right now. So I, if, when Joe signs, that's, what's going to be intriguing. What does it look like in the front? Is it more backloaded for him? Um, you know, is it balanced out? How does it impact everything? So that's what I'm looking forward to when we see the number, what it all looks like for those. I, I, it just feels like a five-year thing. It really does. If it's Mm -hmm. longer than, which
0: is essentially a six-year deal because you use the first year and then you tack five years on as an extension.
1: Yeah, and that is totally fine because if you're if you were Patrick Mahomes right now, which again we've talked about before, they're probably going to revisit that one. I'd be like, oh man, you guys owe me some money. You owe me some money right <laughs> now because uh, that's. Not, but then they have uh, Chris Jones who wants thirty million dollars a year, so it's he
0: deserves uh, it too.
1: You think so? Thirty
0: million? Man, I think he's the second best defensive tackle today. in the league. You don't? Yeah, I, I think he's what probably a top five defender in the league.
1: Thirty years? How many years?
0: Thirty million per year. I don't know. I'd have to see how old he is. My gut said like four. Okay. All right. But yeah, I mean I don't know. He was awesome in the AFC championship game, wasn't he? Like I'd pay him whatever he wants.
1: You know what? He was. If if they didn't have Chris Jones out there, they they wouldn't be playing in the Super Bowl. Um, Mm -hmm. that is one hundred percent sure. You're right, you know, like
0: I rewatched that game and it's just like Well. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm over it. I'm over the pain. So I want to see what what, de- what they did defensively. And I thought it was actually kind of, I think Spags is a good defensive coordinator. Now, yeah. was it made a little easier because three guys were hurt and the center wasn't feeling great? Yeah, but, you know, I think independent of that, still a good game plan. He didn't blitz. You know, he's like, I'm going to rush for it. I'm going to do it interestingly. And then he wasn't afraid to play man coverage, even though he kept his safeties over the top. Some guys are still afraid to play man coverage on the Mm Bengals, and he wasn't. He was like, get physical with those guys. Beat them up. He's smart. And, yeah, they got dunked on, sure. Mm -hmm. You can think of the T. Higgins dunk, the Jamar Chase dunk. But I think it also helped him because it ruined the timing because these guys are getting into them. They're ruining the timing of these routes. Burrow has to hold that ball. Even if it's just a quarter of a second longer, Chris Jones was in Credible in that game. I mean he was. He was. they basically took Ted Karras and they said slide to Chris Jones on every snap, which is what they did in the regular season matchup, and it worked a little bit because Alex Kappa can handle stuff a little better than uh, Max Sharping, but <laughs> um it also they did a better job of with the slide like actually blocking Chris Jones, physically blocking him, and just we're gonna waste all our not waste, but we're gonna use all our resources to block Chris Jones. And they tried that. And Chris Jones is just like, I'm going to be unblockable. Like, you're going to slide the center to me. I'm going to beat the guard, and then I'm going to push the center aside, and then I'm going to go hit the quarterback. And he did it, like, nonstop. It was just no. I'll believe it. And me. then everybody else has one-on-ones because you're trying to put everybody on Chris Jones. I could, just like, no.
1: I could live without seeing Chris Jones get anywhere near Joe Burrow again.
0: Yeah, send him to, I don't know, um, Tampa Bay.
1: You know what? No. I hope the Chiefs have to give him $45 million a year. Just, how oh, <laughs> are you going to pay, you pay your interior? We'll talk about, you know, nobody else. Has, Caps it. all
0: fake. That's nobody
1: it. has Thanks. to answer those questions except for the Cincinnati Bengals when it comes to paying these players. Um, it is absolutely crazy because I was watching NFL Live earlier. Joe's on it. Of course, Joe's going to get asked about the contract. Then right before we recorded, they were talking about the Bengals again, and they were talking about how they're going to pay everyone. And it's just, it's it's great that they're getting the attention, but there's a lot of conversation, and there are other teams that are going to have to deal with that. Is You know what? Another thing is crazy about the T. Higgins stuff. Everybody wants to say T. Higgins outside of Cincinnati. You want to say he's like a top twenty. He wouldn't be a number one on another team. And then when it comes to how the Bengals are going to pay T., they're like, "Oh no, he deserves uh, uh, the the I don't know, just the absolutely most a crazy wide receiver contract." Because they're like, "Oh yeah, they wouldn't be able to pay that." It's just mind blowing uh, where people have T. Higgins, yeah. and, and and I think he's a I think he's a number one on a lot of teams
0: he's a top 10 receiver for me uh but he's he 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 is the exact receiver i love i love those big guys that can move better than you think um you know like trying to think of guys but you you know like brandon marshall alshon jeffrey type guys that are huge they they can soar over the top they can dunk on you but then they also they're underrated route runners i think that's the best part is that he is a very underrated route runner he moves well i think some people have never updated their thoughts on t higgins it's changing more and more by the year but i think you always hear somebody spouting off an uninformed take about how like ah he's just a jump ball guy type thing mm-hmm. and it's like i <sighs> i don't know but to go with that what's the difference between having to pay joe jamar and t and the chargers having to pay say justin herbert rashawn slater and well, they paid JC Jackson, they've paid Joey Bosa, they've paid Derwin James, uh, you know, like all these guys, like just because it's two wide receivers to yeah. me, I, I see that. And I just kind of go, you pay your blue chip guys, right? Like, I know the Chiefs let Tyree Kill go, and they were, they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's not easy. And you look at what happened with the Packers trying to do that type of thing. Yeah. And it didn't work. Um, and they lost the quarterback in the process. But normal they originally and were going to keep paying Tyreek Kill, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis oh. Kelsey. Like just because it's the same position twice doesn't make that much of a difference for me. I, yeah, Jalen Hurts. You're gonna pay Jalen Hurts, Jordan Milata and Lane Johnson. I mean, that's two of the same position group, right? Two tackles. It's just like that's that's ridiculous. Then they pay an AJ Brown, and you know, we. To, I don't know. When I just think about it, I just kind of go like, yeah, it's whatever like a hundred million dollars for three guys or whatever it ends up being if I think that's what people keep complaining about hundred million for three guys for the cap a you're probably gonna play a little Sudoku with Mm -hmm. that or it's not gonna be a hundred million dollars every year no it's gonna be some cap hits happen somewhere some cap hits happen elsewhere but then B it's just three guys like if you have three elite talents and one's a corner a wide receiver and a quarterback Nobody bats an eye about. Yeah, you pay all three, but because it's three guys on the offense and two of them are wide receivers, like, oh, you can't pay that. Yeah, I'm this just, has man, been done before. It's, it's Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Peyton Manning, Kurt Warner, Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce. It's like this. This is not unheard of.
1: It's a, it could be a defensive player, as you mentioned before. What if Chris Jones was on this team and he wants thirty million dollars? And you're in, oh yeah, there's an easy one. You
0: want to pay Chris Jones, right? You pay Chris Jones. You're paying Patrick Mahomes. And you're paying whoever you want to put like Travis Kelsey. You're putting no, which your tight ends are a little. I think Travis Kelsey's always a little underpaid. He but is. you're going to pay Creed Humphrey, right? You're going to pay Trey Smith. You're, you're already paying Joe Tooney. You just gave a giant deal to Jawan Taylor. How's that work? No, it works. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes we get a little too caught up in this type of discussion. But yeah, that's you're my thoughts. We're going to move on
1: because Joe Burrow and I feel very comfortable saying this, I feel like that contract extension is coming very, very, very soon, and we could do three segments on that. But the good news is um, Joe is talking to the media today. He sounds really confident. They get back to training camp tomorrow when we're recording this on a Tuesday. It's technically that day that they report, and the Bengals got more good news today. We'll get to that next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.